Northeast, South Coast. Download the WBS. That's for Tim, Karate Kid Superfan Tim Weisberg. Last hour, we're just having fun here. 508-996-0500. We have fun here, don't we, folks? So um, we were talking about political mailers. Um, I kind of want to stay on the topic because direct mail is, is, I think, pretty interesting and really important in political elections. It's one of the things that you have to do. You know, when I was working on local, uh, local, when I was working on local, um, uh, some local campaigns, uh, sent out a bunch of direct mail, actually. And, you know, you always want to keep them brief. Uh, you always want to keep them concise. And, you know, because people will read them. People do read them. Some people are like, oh, who, who reads who reads political mailers? Enough people. Trust me. Enough people to enough people to swing an election. They wouldn't keep sending them out otherwise. But, um, you know, you always want to keep them brief. Uh, have a nice picture or two. Um, but if you put too much, there's some that are too much text. I've heard of some like city council camp, uh, city council mailers that had typos on them, right? And the people that have the typos on they didn't win, right? Um, some city council mailers that had typos on them. Uh, there was one I got. God, it was so, 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 so bad uh, that Canada didn't win either. Uh, it was recently. It was a, just too much. Like it was paragraphs of texts paragraphs of text no one's gonna read that no one has the time uh you know i looked at it made my head hurt i'm like i'm not reading all this it doesn't you know you gotta you gotta have it like i said uh, like i said about the da's race uh yesterday we wanted to make those um you know make these what are probably more complex uh more more <laughs> more complex sorry i'm getting funny texts about mailers that i can't read on the air <laughs> more complex like you're, you're talking about really complex policies right for the most part like talking about like recidivism or or um you know even even like policies to end prison suicide like all that stuff that's all really complex stuff uh and what you got to do is you got to make these complex policy um, proposals really uh, easily readable and palatable for an average voter. I was talking about this with other people today, um, you know, other people in the media, and we're talking about all the mailer, all the mailers that they've that we've received over this over this the the course of this election. And what you know, someone was saying to me it was like, oh, maybe it's oversaturating, right? Maybe all these direct mails are oversaturating the the um the the audience of the mailer. But what I said was, well, as someone who makes a career out of thinking about and talking about this stuff all the time, I don't know what's in an average person's average voter's head, right? I have no idea 
uh, whether or not, because I think most normal people, not myself, uh, have this in the back of their heads for most of the day up until November 8th when they walk into a booth. And I think really this has been, um, I think really been a, 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 a strong, I think what's on, on Haro's side, all of that mail is, I think, the way you have to do it because you have to, you know, basically permeate into people's minds that this is the candidate that you vote for. It has to be repeated exposures over and over and over again. If you are tired of hearing a particular political ad here on WBSM, that means that candidate has done their job because you've heard it enough to remember it. That's why repeated ads here on the radio, on TV, through direct mail. That's why they're so important uh, digitally. That's why they're so important because it takes repeated exposures repeated exposures um, to really get your message across uh, to most voters who frankly don't have the time to, 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 uh, in a lot of cases to, um, to, to immerse themselves in the finer points of your, your, of your platform. So five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I've kept all my flyers around here. So Excellent. You ready to hear? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, I'll go to the uh, election that you guys uh, seem to show the most uh, interest in. Uh, the Hudson Hero. Uh, uh, hey, hey, I mean, there's. I got okay. half a million dollars saying that a lot of people are interested in this race. Okay, I got seven from Hero. Okay, <laughs> against Hudson, and the last one he sent me was one with a picture of the tie. The so-called Confederate tie. Yes, that's the one. I got that one too. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was from the Mass Dems. Yep. Yeah. There's seven. Okay, from Hero. Only two from uh, Sheriff Tom. Wait, you, right? you said you got seven mailers from Haro and only yes. two from Tom? Yes. Wow. Yeah, but I still voted for Tom. Okay. Okay, okay I'll let you know who I voted for. <laughs> uh, yeah, one's pretty effective. It's an old guy like me. I think I told you this before. And he's laying out at night in his bed, and he looks worried, and it says, you deserve to sleep safely at your home. You know, so uh, that's, the, that's the one. Was that from Hodgson? Yes. It's pretty okay. good. Yeah. And then there's another one he has with himself and a picture of Charlie Baker. He and Charlie Baker together in a in a picture as well. Yep, I got that one too. So, so I got that. I got some old uh, 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 Tom Quinn's hanging around here too. About three of them, but I think that was more for the uh, that was for the primary. For the he really than he, else, yes. for the primary. He really went all out actually, yes. and th- yes. there was some that came from Baker's pack. Yes. Now, question one was the next one I have to go. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, let's do this one too because I know he's a friend of yours. Okay, one, two. I got three from Bill Keating. Okay. I'm surprised getting three from Bill Keating, though, because who is actually running against him? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know. So I, I was. I'm surprised to get three. You know? I do. I, I do know, but that's the point: is you should know too. And yeah. uh, it's it's Jesse Brown. Okay. Um, he he's been on the show once, uh, and uh, he's not running a good. He, I mean, there's he's Keating's had opponents that he's beaten fairly easily before, but there's mm-hmm. been better run campaigns, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not much money from for Jesse Brown, I guess. No. Uh, okay, and then on the uh, yes on question one, I got one, two, three, four to say yes, and I think most recently I just got one to say no on question one. Interesting. Yeah, I did get one to say no on question one as well. I got some. I got mostly yes on question uh, on on uh, on question one. So that's interesting. How do you feel about question one? 
I'm still for it. Uh, I've heard good arguments. Uh, I've heard good arguments for and against. Uh, for and against that, I think there's good faith arguments to 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 make. Well, uh, the thing that the no people didn't jump on enough, and I got this from watching OTR on 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 Sunday. I, sure. I make that you know. It's a good show. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it, Massachusetts yeah. politics. Yeah, okay, yeah. is that they didn't highlight enough the idea that. Uh, you know, there's no sure thing that the money's going to go to roads and taxes. Okay, that's yeah. going to be left up to the legislature. And if they yes. have, and I, I get this from OTI, if they'd have come out and said, hey, look, you know, they're lying to you already because that, that, that's nothing in, in stone that has to be going to uh, uh, the roads and the education and taxes. Uh, it might have discredited it, and they really should have hit on it hot. Uh, they also hit the home sales, but I don't know how many questions are, how many people are going to sell their homes and make a million dollars? To me, that's that's not a persuasive argument. Most homes in the Commonwealth aren't worth a million dollars. And what you're basically saying is, okay, if you liquidate all your assets at retirement age, yeah. every dollar you make over a million, you're only going to pay, you're going to get 96 cents yeah. on that dollar. And that's not. The, and who of the average guy is going to do that? I most deal. people, no, no at this yeah. juncture. But right. again, I think uh, OTR was right on the thing that, yeah. Uh, they should have hit the idea that look, you're being lied to, you know, yeah. because uh, they're not really they're going to be able to put it to whatever they want to. You know? That that I think is a strong argument. Yeah. I liked Chris Markey's argument about the constitutional flexibility of it and all of that stuff too. I did, I did, uh, I did like those. Well, those again, points. you can have that argument, and that that can be true, and it's right, and everything, the flexibility, and all this sort of stuff. But again, they sold this very much on the yes side by saying it's going to go to roads, which we need, and yeah. school support, which we need. And, right. Uh, you know, so that they really could have been, you know, that that's what they brought out for me watching OTR, put it that way. Okay? Right. Which I suggest that all listeners watch OTR. It is a great show. <laughs> a they great they show. hosted one of the governor debates. Well, they had the, the, the Richard Neal out there, uh, yep. who's Chair- the head of the House Ways and Means. Chairman of Ways and Means, that's yeah. A, that's a big, big name, you know, and uh, yeah. so it's good to see what he's, well, he's out in that. Yeah, he's out in Western Mass. Yeah, he's Western Mass. Springfield. He's, he's ours. He's in Massachusetts. And yeah, yeah. Hopefully Springfield. He's, he's able to bring home some bacon for us, hopefully. <laughs> You, you know what's funny, actually, yeah, because in um in the uh, when Richie when Richie Neal was being primaried in 2020 uh, against Alex Morse, the the mayor of Holyoke at the yeah. time, who's yeah. now the town manager in Pro, uh, Provincetown, mm-hmm. he Baker endorsed Neal. Um, you know, mostly I think because even though it's you know it's a Democratic primary, mm-hmm. that it's weird that he's weighing into mm-hmm. uh, it's because he wanted the chair of Minnesota and Means to be in Massachusetts, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it is it is important for us yeah. for sure. And uh, so that takes care of question one about, uh, you know, uh, sure. getting your money back and everything. Then yeah. I, I've got three on question two. Two would say, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, three on, uh, four on question uh, two. Two, uh, three would say vote yes on question, no, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's balanced. Uh, oh no, I'm I'm all mixed up here. Now. I I got another no on question one. I missed that one, so I okay. go back to the question. I got so many of them hanging around. Yeah, me. no, I, I, I get it. it. Okay, so I got on question two. I got uh, let's see, three altogether. Uh, two say yes. That's the that's the dental uh, thing there in the insurance mm-hmm. companies. And uh, let's see, and uh, one says uh, no on question two. Okay. Okay. 
And again, it's just a matter of who's going to get the money. Uh, is the insurance company going to get it, or the dentists are going to get it? That's what I see about this. Right. Unless you see it any differently, I don't know. Uh, I, I thought I, you know, I voted, I voted, uh, I voted yes on it because um, the, the way, yeah, the way I saw it is, yeah, the insurance companies spending a lot of that money on administrative costs, which yeah. means it's basically and, 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 a and making money and making money too. Let's face it. Yeah, but, insurance but companies. Go to the dentists and, and, and they make a lot of money too because they charge high. Any, anytime I can vote against an insurance company, I'm going to do it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, insurance companies. Yes, yeah. yeah. But you ever try to collect after you haven't, you know, uh, made it? Try to collect on any insurance thing in your whole life? Yeah. You try, and oh no, well we don't cover that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's, so it's a song I, and a dance. Well, yeah. that's why uh, we can now get into, and I don't have any flyers on it, but we can get into the driving thing too. Sure. Like, again, the, the, you know, making sure everybody's got a license and everything like that. That's to me. That's the insurance companies too. Marcus. Yeah, that may, make I'm sure making an exception on that one. You know? uh, yeah, I'm gonna making a, an exception on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to make some money for that oh, uh, on that. But, but. Yeah. again, I would think if a, a person who's over here on the questionable means, I really don't think there's going to be a big thrust for them to want to do that. If you're driving now and you're not having a problem, why should you pay insurance well, and R R and V and I? You know, to me, if what I, do you mean they're not I having a problem. People, if, if I was one of those, you know, people that have come over on the dubious means and I'm driving and I'm not paying the RMV and I'm you're, not... You're running the risk of getting <laughs> deported every time you drive. You're running the risk of getting a criminal charge every time you drive. And you're saying that, well, oh, they're, they're, just, they're just doing fine. Marcus, they actually Marcus, like it more? Marcus, I got hit by one. I've been driving since I'm 19. I'm in my 70s now. Okay. I got hit by someone the other day. And I think I mentioned this to you on your radio show. Maybe it was on Tim's. I don't know. I think you did. And the guy come out of the, 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 the car and said, hey, buddy, how you doing? You doing okay? I said, yeah, I, said, I think so. I think I'm okay. He said, oh, God bless you. Tap me. Got his car. Vroom, gone. You know? So I, you know. Now imagine I, if he had insurance and he was licensed. Well, I, again, his plate had, had a Texas plate on it, you know? Okay. So who knows? But again, uh, putting myself in their place, if I'm driving now and I'm not paying anything, and again, my, my feeling is I'm trying to get my family in here, okay? And uh, it's going to be for my children and their children to, you know, do all that stuff. I'm, and I, I don't want to see if Trump does get reelected again. Oh, now we know who you are, and you're going to get deported back and leave the rest of my family here, my DACA kids back here, you know, so. Well, well, well the, the thing is, is, you know, that guy, uh, let's say the, that guy that left this, uh, the guy that, that, that yeah. hit you, yeah. he also had to commit the crime of leaving the scene of yeah. an accident. Well, that's what he was doing. So, yeah, yeah, that's, luckily that's a crime. it was a bump and not a smash. If it was right. a smash and my rear end was all smashed in, I'd be going, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, but uh, it was but, a bump, and I was okay. The, that's and, the point I'm trying to make. Wouldn't it be easier for people to not be uh, committing a series of crimes and instead be fully licensed and insured and legitimately on, legitimately on the road so they don't have to be afraid? I, I, if I'm first-generation person over here that's here under some dubious means, to me, uh, I'm I'm going to say, Hi, you okay, buddy? Like, God, he told me God bless me before he left. God bless oh, that's you. That's nice. And, he, and before I knew what happened, he got in his car and... Off he went. Yeah, it was a car. It was a truck too, by the way. But uh, okay, and that's, that's the other thing. With so. Texas plays, it's interesting. I don't think Texas has this law. I'm pretty sure they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're right. So we did one, two. Uh, I guess that's that's three. Uh, is that the question three we talked about, or is that? Yeah, I mean, I had the guest on uh, Robert Mellian. Yeah. I, I I I'd heard about it before. I'd voted yes on it. Mm -hmm. um, it seemed pretty persuasive to me. Yeah. Well. 
I, I, I guess you can tell how I voted. But that's beside the point. Then there's one more question uh, there about the liquor, I think it is, selling more liquor. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I no, I'm not, I'm not for selling more liquor. That's, no. Okay. I, I lived during the days when you had the 18-year-olds that were drinking, and you'd go out, and you were 21 years old, and uh, there would be, uh, you know, uh, someone that you knew was, you know, young, but they had the right to drink. And I know they serve in the service and everything and all that yeah. sort of stuff, which was the justification. But uh, I think the uh, longer you can put off demon rum being, you know, so available, oh, uh, the better you can. And, and, I, I, and I think back then uh, the, a big push was because of uh, happy hours and all that sort well, of well, stuff. Ha- that's and we got the- more cars on the road now, too. Yeah, the happy hour, um, there was there was some cor- cor- uh, correlative correlative evidence that, you know, the decrease in drinking age uh, and happy, you know, the decrease in drinking age in the islands of happy hour led yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, driver, uh, higher accidents and all of that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- that was a uh, Dukakis, I think, that eventually uh, in the early 80s yeah. or late 70s, early 80s ended the uh, made the 21 plus and plus then yeah. Congress acted and then yeah. everybody else had to follow yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, maybe to, uh, you know, I, again, I, to take a person at 18, even if they want to go and uh, put them in the service, that's a, that's a very young age uh, to be, you know, in your life to, you know, and I, I you know, bless all of them that wish to do that, but uh, it's some of the best years of your life that you're, you're you know, tying yourself down. Yeah. And uh, maybe it breeds responsibility, okay. but. Again, I come from the Vietnam generation, and I wasn't in the service or anything like that. Uh, yeah. And uh, the loss that came about of young lives at that time and everything. Uh, sure. Uh, not, 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 not good. Unless you know, unless you really uh, pushed on the whole thing. Right. Well, okay. I don't want to monopolize time with you, Marcus. No, it's but, fine. Uh, I hope uh, you know uh, this is giving you some insight into what's going on. Yeah, and, uh, no, I really appreciate it. I was when, hoping people would call in. Where did Rule get all his money to be doing this anyway? He uh, didn't. He didn't get it. So, well, so he's raised actually. He's done a great job fundraising on his own. He's raised about one hundred and thirty thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars just this in just this election cycle at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, what he said was he started with thirty thirty dollars in a website, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and. A lot of this, all these mailers you're getting, though, yeah. aren't from him. They're from either the mass Dems, who mm-hmm. are probably spending more money on these county races mm-hmm. because they don't have to spend it on Healy, mm-hmm. and um, and also because uh, uh, the Working Families Party, which is a major, major player in Democratic politics mm-hmm. uh, nationally, is putting $400,000 of their own money into this, uh, in, of PAC money into this race and independent uh, expenditures. So, you know, the way that is, is um, the law says that PACs aren't allowed to coordinate with candidates. So those those mailers that you're getting attacking Hodgson or anything, Haru didn't have anything to do with the designing of those or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that's where the money's coming from in that race. I mean, Hodgson's a national figure. So mm-hmm. obviously, with his national profile, he's yeah. gotten some national opposition. Yeah. Well, again, this one which shows the, uh, the the Confederate, so-called Confederate flag tie. It's from the Massachusetts Democrats. That's from the Mass Dems. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, looking at it, I figured I never seen it before until I got this flyer. I figured it was like the stars and bars with the cross, you know, mm-hmm. across it. And it's not. It's just a. A red tie that has a, a, a blue field stripe star thing going down it. I I I, I envisioned it was the the stars and bars crossed all the well, way up the side. You know? It's not crossed. There are the stars and bars. 
There are the stars and bars in it, which is a which is a motif. Yeah, which that's that's a mo- that's a motif of the Confederate flag. And yeah, but it's just down the down the tie. It's not crossed. If it was crossed all the way down the tie, I'd say, well, no, yeah. No, yeah. I understand. I, I understand. It's the 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 fact of the matter is it's factually in a, a Confederate flag tie, but okay. it could be misconstrued as something else. I, I I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. Well, down at the bottom, they they show uh, the the actual stars and bars. On this and uh, well, yeah, because they show the um, they show that it was a uh, that it was for sale as an uh, oh, Anglo Anglo Confederate flag men's necktie from I that see. guy Stephen Hellman or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. he got it. He got it from his wife, right? She she gave it to him. The, the that's tie. that's his defense. Yeah. Um, honestly, do I, I don't know if this is a winning issue. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't, I don't know if this. I mean, it could it could be the mass Dems are putting it on a mailer. Maybe they figure it motivates their voters. Uh, mm-hmm. I just you know, and it's a turn. It's definitely a turn election there are a lot of undecided what do you think sheriff tom's uh, strong areas will be you think in the city and then how about fall river is that a toss-up between fall, him and Uru, i've i've talked to some people that are following the race fall river they say is like the like ohio of the of the county because it's a it's it's there should be some democratic votes there but it's a city that hodgson has always won he's mm-hmm. never not carried fall river in an election he lived there for a while didn't he uh, well, he was a New Bedford City Council. I don't know if he lived in Fall River afterwards. Well, he used to live down on Cornell Street in West End, I know. Okay. Yeah. But then I, I thought he moved out and he went to Fall River. I don't know if he's back in the city now again, so maybe... He, he's in Dartmouth now. He's in Dartmouth. Yeah, he lives now. in Dartmouth. He lives in he lives in he lives in Dartmouth, Dartmouth now. Yeah. Okay. Um, he maybe he moved to he might have moved to Fall River after. I mean, uh, maybe maybe he found it that that I helped him when electorally. He left Street. That's when he went out there, and then maybe he came back. What I've there. heard from people who who do uh, who do politics in Fall River is that mm-hmm. that having a Fall River address under your name mm-hmm. is like an automatic. You're gonna you're gonna like you're gonna win there. So it might have been during when he was running for re-election stuff that he lived in Fall River. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I I, I kind of think so because, like I say, he, sure. his old place on Cornell Street, I'm pretty close to, and uh, mm-hmm. so I know he lived down there. Sure. And then he went, and I thought when he went, he went to Fall River. He could have. If now he's back in Dartmouth. Well, everybody wants to live in Dartmouth anyway. So, but uh, right. what can I say? You know, <laughs> if not Dartmouth, Marcus Fairhaven. You know, Fairhaven. That, that's <laughs> that's where it's at. <laughs> Well, all right, Marcus. I don't want to take up much more of your time. You're probably ready for a break anyway, and uh, I'll give you a break on this. But uh, good to have your show, and good to hear you and uh, Mr. McCarthy when he's available. And uh, wish you the best, and uh, hope to listen to you guys on uh, you know election night. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be here for five hours. So (laughs) I know. I don't know why I did it to myself. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I got to take this break. New Bedford's News Talk Station. Um, Marcus, 508-996-0500. We're talking about mailers, direct mail. Uh, we had some callers that said they had some direct mail um, that has come in. I've had some people message me on the app chat and uh, show me some of the direct mail that they've gotten. Like I said, the file one, I think, is really good. Um, I will say the the... The Hero mailers, I haven't gotten a lot of the Hodgson mailers. I've seen some of them. I actually think, I believe I did see the um, the one of the person in bed, like, do you want to feel safe at night? I I think I might have seen that one. But um, those might be, Hodgson mailers might be targeting unenrolled voters, um, for which I am not. So that might be it, too. They might be targeting unenrolled voters. Maybe I'll unenroll so I can get the mail. Just for the mailers, every couple of years, I'll, I'll uh, unenroll. But yeah, there's been some. There's been some pretty good ones. There's been some pretty bad ones um, that I can remember. Uh, but 
I think Haru's is really uh, uh, the working families party is really, I think, doing a masterclass in direct mail. We'll see how effective it is. Uh, I don't have a forecast on this race. I just don't. I don't have a forecast on this race uh, at this juncture. I think the 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 amount of direct mail and money that's going in is really uh, the X factor. If you have any direct mails, please uh, send them to me. Uh, you, even if you don't have, like, if find if you find them later. Just like message it on the app chat or or message me on like Facebook or something. I, I don't have Facebook. I still have the messenger though. You can message me on Facebook or something and uh, show me the mailers that you got. Um, I've been sending them to other friends I have in, in other media outlets too. Uh, the mailers that I've gotten. It's it's like the the fun thing you do if you're cool. So um so send them to me or give me a call either, you know, by the end of the show or, or tomorrow even, Chris and I will be on, and we'd love to hear about uh, what kind of political mailings you've gotten. And uh, and and if you can give us some visual aids, I think that would be great as well. All right, I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. Uh, again, send me some mailers. And... Um, and... Uh, and call me tomorrow, and Chris tomorrow will be on. Send Chris mailers, too. We want to see them. We want to see the mailers. Show me the mailers. Show me the mailers. Show them to me. I want to see them. Uh, if, you, if you're if you in, a, like, a local rep race and you've got some, too, I, I'd like to see them. I got a bunch of Bill Strauss mail, and I got some Rick Chappello mail during the primary. I might have gotten a Bill Strauss mail during the general. I don't think I got a Jeff Swift one. Um, in the general, uh, he's probably got to spend his money a bit more. Mailers are expensive. They're very, very expensive. It's like a dollar, a, a buck a piece. So you, you really got to be targeted in the way that you send them out. But, um, yeah, if you got any mailers, just send, you know, send them to me, but we'll be in tomorrow. Chris and I got a great show for you planned tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. So give us a call. Uh, give us a shout out. Then we'll talk to you then. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Send us mailers. I'll be waiting. I'll be up all night.